It is day four of Dafches. We are holding the Gemara on Dafches five lines up from the bottom of the page. We've been discussing what does the Mishnah mean when it says Rosh Hashanah Lashonim. The Rosh Hashanah for years is on the first of Tishrei. What does that mean and what's it in relation to? So we had two interpretations yesterday. We'll have another one today and we'll continue the discussion. The first interpretation was that very simply it means the date of the new year of a non-Jewish king's reign is the first of Tishrei. In the same way the Mishnah told us the first of Nisan is the new year for a Jewish king's reign and that's how you should date a formal document, a star. So too the first of Tishrei is the new year of a king's reign for a non-Jewish king. The second interpretation was for Tukufos, for the seasons, that in relation to establishing the beginning of the lunar and the solar cycle, we have a view that the world was created in Tishrei, and this aligns to that view that the beginning of the cycles is on the first of Tishrei. The Gemara continues with another interpretation of this clause in the Mishnah. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Omar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, Ledin, the first of Tishrei is the new year for judgment, that on the first of Tishrei Hashem decides everything that will occur to the entire populace of the world for the entire year until the next Tishrei. Obviously we're all very familiar with this. This is what we treat Rosh Hashanah, what we call Rosh Hashanah, as the first day of Tishrei. It's the day Yom Haddin. Tichsiv, as the Pasuk says in Tvarim, Mereshis Hashanah, now the simple meaning of the Pasuk is talking about Hashem's eyes being on Eretz Yisrael from the beginning of the year until the end of the year. But the Gemara interprets the Pasuk to mean From the beginning of the year, judgment is issued regarding what will occur at its end. From the beginning of the year until the end of the year. So the Gemara says, We know from that Pasuk that we just quoted, there must be a date in the year on which there is a judgment for the world until the end of the year. But how do we know that date is in Tishrei? Tichsiv, the Gemara says, look at the Pasuk in Tehillim. Tiku b'chodesh shofar b'kesaliyom chagenu. Blow a shofar at the moon's renewal. When the moon is b'keseh, when the moon is covered, liyom chagenu on our festive day. The Gemara says, Eizeu chag, on which festival is it, sh'achodesh miskasebo, that the moon is covered? When does that happen? Have is there Rosh Hashanah, that must be Rosh Hashanah. What happens at the beginning of a new month, on the, just before the first day of the month? We know we have something called the Molat Halavana. The moon is reborn. The moon gets bigger and smaller during the month. It's at its smallest. It's invisible just before the new month begins. And the only festival in the entire year that happens on the first day of a month is on Rosh Hashanah. Pesach is in the middle of the month, Shavuos is in, is in the beginning of the month, but not right at the beginning, and Sukkot is also in the middle of the month. So the festivals all occur not on the first day of the month. The only one that happens around the time that the moon is covered, when the moon is hidden from view, that's what it means by the moon is covered, is Rosh Hashanah. And the Pasuk goes on to say that on this festival, that on this festival, on which the moon is covered, which we've said must be Rosh Hashanah, the first of Tishrei, because it is a statute for Israel, Mishpat, a judgment day unto the God of Jacob, a judgment day. So we see Rosh Hashanah must be a day of judgment. Rosh Hashanah, which is the only festival on which the moon is covered when the moon is hidden from view, is a Mishpat Lelehi Yaakov, is a day of judgment. The Gemara moves on to learn other things out from this Pasuk. Tana Rabbah and the Rabbis taught in Hebrai, The Pasuk said because it is a statute for Israel, a judgment day to the God of Jacob. Melame, we learn from here. That the heavenly court above does not enter into judgment unless the court below 
has sanctified the month. In other words, when Am Yisrael has established the legal status of the month through sanctification, when it's Kichokli Yisraelhu, when the Jewish people have done their bit to establish the new month through sanctification, then Mishpat Lelehiyaku, then God begins his judgment of the world, but not before. Tani Eidach, it was taught in a different b'risa, a different interpretation, Kichokli Yisraelhu, because it is a statute for Israel. So I only know from there that it is a day of judgment for the Jewish people. How do we know that it will be for the other nations of the world as well? Talmud Loma, the Pasuk therefore concludes, A judgment day unto the God of Jacob, which implies that the other nations are also judged on Rosh Hashanah. It's not just Israel, it is also broader. It's for the God of Jacob more broadly. So if the latter part of the Pasuk tells me that it's a judgment for the entire world, then what is the first part of the Pasuk limiting it to Yisrael? What is special about the judgment of the Jewish people on that day that the Pasuk saw it fit to call them out separately? It teaches us that the Jewish people enter first into judgment and then the nations of the world. So the Pasuk mentions the Jewish people first and then everyone else. As Rav Chista said, the armor of Chista, Rav Chista said, If you have a king and a community, a king and also a community that need to be tried by a based in, we judge the king first. As it says in the Pasuk, talking about Shlomo Melech talking about, about himself, the judgment of his servant and the judgment of his nation. That the king, Shlomo Melech comes first before the nation. My time, what's the reason that a king gets judged first? Ebay saying, uh, well, one reason is you could say, It's not proper manners for a king to stand outside, to make him wait until the people are judged. If you want, you can say, Let the king be judged first before God's anger increases from the sins of the public. And the Ritva says, for these same two reasons, Hashem judges the Jewish people before the other nations. The Gemara moves on in the Mishnah of Elashmitin. The first of Tishrei was a new year for the Shemitah year. The Shemitah year is the seventh year in the agricultural cycle. We let the land lay un- unworked and anyone can come and take any of the crops from the land and various other laws. Minolon, how do we know the laws of Shemitah begin on Rosh Hashanah and that the land cannot be worked from that time on? How do we know that? Tichsev, so the Gemara now brings various psukim. The first one is in Vayikra. Uvashanash v'yis. Shabbos Shabbat Oritz. In the seventh year, there shall be a complete rest for the land. In the seventh year, there will be a complete rest for the land. We have a Gezer Shava. Gezer Shava is where the same word or phrase appears more than once in the Torah. And we have a tradition. We can link those phrases or words to learn from one context to the other. So the word Shana appears here and it also appears elsewhere. We quote Pasuk we quoted a few minutes ago from the beginning of the year till the end of the year. And we said that Pasuk, Mereshus Hashanah, from the beginning of the year, that refers to Tishrei. As we said, that Hashem judges the world on the first of Tishrei on Rosh Hashanah. So we have a Gezer Shava linking the Pasuk about Shmita or Vashanah Shviyiz to the Pasuk about Tishrei, first of Tishrei being the judgment day, Mereshus Hashanah. So just like the latter Pasuk that we quoted is talking about the first of Tishrei. So too the Pasuk about Shemitah is talking about the first of Tishrei. And that's how we know Rosh Hashanah for, for Shemitah is the first of Tishrei. So the Gemara objects. 
Gemara says, if you're going to learn a Gezer Shava from the word Shana, Shana, Shana Minisan. We could also learn a Gezer Shava from the word Shana that appears here by Shemitah to another Pasuk that talks about Shana, which doesn't refer to Tishrei, but refers to Nisan. Tichsev, as the Pasuk says, Rishon hu lachem Hashana, Pasuk in Shmois, that Nisan is the first for you of the months of the year. So why don't we learn the Gezer Shava out from that Pasuk, referring to Nisan, rather than from the Pasuk, Meresh Hashana, which refers to Tishrei. So the Gemara answers, similar to how it did a few daf ago, Don in Shana She'enim HaChadoshim, Mishana She'enim HaChadoshim, Ve'en Don in Shana She'enim HaChadoshim, Mishana She'yeshim HaChadoshim. The Gemara says there's two types of word Shana referred to in the Pasuk here. We have Shana by itself, in the one talking about Shemitah, and the one talking about Tishrei. But then the one talking about Nisan says, Rishonu lochem lechodshei hashana. It's not just Shana by itself, it's lechodshei hashana for the months of the year. We'd rather learn Shana Shana from a Pasuk that uses the word Shana by itself to a Pasuk that uses Shana by itself than learn out from one that uses Shana with chodshei hashana to one that just uses Shana by itself. And this is the reverse answer than the Gemara gave a few daf ago, where the Gemara said, we'll learn out Chodshei Hashana from Chodshei Hashana, rather than Chodshei Hashana from Shana. So the Gemara is being consistent. It wants to learn a Gezer Shava Shana Shana, rather than Shana from Chodshei Hashana. And it wants to learn a Gezer Shava Chodshei Hashana, Chodshei Hashana, rather than Chodshei Hashana from Shana. And therefore, we learn out from this Gezer Shava that the new year for Shemitah is indeed the first of Tishrei. We're going to hold it for today. I wish you all a very good day.